welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on controlling inner voices. And uh, again, we are on this list now, for those of you that are just joining us, we are on a list of uh, ways in which we can uh, provide self-therapy in overcoming these inner voices or at least taking control of them, uh, especially if they tend to be plaguing us to the point of depression or PTSD or other order, uh, other issues that can uh, create disorders in us or just chaos in our lives. So this is a very important topic and I want to give it ample time to walk through it. So we are going to have a a few more uh, episodes, and then we're going to end up uh, winding this down. But if you have missed any of it, I would encourage you to to, uh, listen from the very beginning as we've provided a lot of information. Well, I had mentioned before, and I'll mention again because I do need to give proper credit, um, we are reading uh, or gleaning uh, small bits of information um, and, you know, ideas from an article called uh, Living with Your Inner Critic, Eight Helpful Worksheets and Activities. I would encourage you to go there. It's a pretty cool article. It was written in 2020 by Anna Katharina Schaffner, or Schaffner, uh, Ph.D., um, and it's in positivepsychology.com website. Um, and we haven't read the whole article, so that might be interesting for you to go through it. But I'm just picking and choosing some areas that I feel like are really interesting or areas that I'm already using and, and applying, of course, my own knowledge and experience in this series. So um, if you missed befriending your inner critic, yes, uh, which is part of the article, uh, you can go back to, from to yesterday and check that out. Today, I want to talk about another one I'm reading out of this article. I think it's kind of interesting. And it's called the Self-Critic Job Description Exercise. Now, when we hear the word job description, what do we think of, right? We think of an outline or a paraphrase of someone's job and the specific um, uh, areas and uh, um, expectations out of that job. Well, why not? Why not have a job description of what your inner critic is supposed to be doing and not doing? <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And I was talking in depth yesterday about what writing does to our brains. Of course, that's not in the article, but it's something that I'm very familiar with. And I think anything, anytime you do an exercise, handwriting is far more effective than typing. Although some of you might prefer to type just because it's a little faster, easier. You can erase things quicker. Um, you know, and I get that, but there is a, a definite brain engagement uh, element to handwriting. So I won't get back into all of that. You can go back yes to yesterday if you want to hear the, the deeper description on that. So um, what they're saying here is that it encourages us to write a detailed job description for our inner critic. So that means it's responsibilities, it's duties, it's skills, you know, any expectations that you have of it, any things, maybe, maybe even go an element further and write down things that um, it, where it's stepping over the line, areas that maybe it's, you know, not uh, staying within the boundaries, if you will. And, and then build on that idea 
Um, and the purpose of the exercise is to reduce the effect of self-critical thoughts by observing them. In other words, just looking at them objectively like it's a job description rather than judging and condemning yourself and beating yourself up um, and reduce the effect of self-critical thoughts. Now, I think that's a kind of neat idea. And you have to pick what works for you, obviously. But these are just suggestions and ways in which you can, um, you know, work on self-therapy in all of these areas. And if you find one that works, stick with it for a while. And then maybe change or try another one. However it is that you can gain progress, that's what this is all about. So this particular tool they're suggesting allows us to take an observational stance and look at our inner critic from a perspective of an outsider. Um, then this next one is one I'm very familiar with and I often encourage, in fact, I have specific assignments that I provide for my clients to stay involved with self-compassion and meditation. Um, and it's, a, it's really a part, it should be a part of your daily life anyway because uh, it's, it's not only it develops emotional intelligence, but it can take us incredibly far in our ability to learn how to calm ourselves and to um, you know, re-engage ourselves with, with positive thinking, with um, uh, constructive growth thoughts instead of destructive thoughts, a way to, um, you know, I guess, reset our vital system and, and re-engage our minds from a different perspective, okay? So uh, what, this, what this is going on to share is that it, it's a great, uh, this, there's, there's some great resources within this that you can download again. And, and, and the question you want to ask yourself with this particular exercise is, is if, if you were uh, uh, coaching, counseling, guiding, advising a friend, how would you approach them in the same situation that you're in right now, Okay. Would you be as bashing and, and rough and callous as you are to yourself? Uh, well, it, no, of course you wouldn't. I mean, in most cases, I would hope you wouldn't, right? So the idea is to imagine how you would interact with a struggling friend and then apply the same wisdom, the same compassion, the same kindness to yourself in every case, right? Think about your tone of voice. Think about what you might say, what words you might use. Think about how you might come across um, think about your tone and, and, and treat yourself with a lot more kindness than what you're doing right now. I think the results will shock you if you can get in the habit of doing this uh, more often. It doesn't mean that you don't have to analyze and seek improvement. But what it does mean is that you do it in a more uh, compassionate and acceptable way so that maybe you'll even be receptive to yourself. <laughs> and wouldn't that be good, right? Um, and this is about being mindful. And meditation can be a helpful component to that. But it's certainly something to look into if you've never tried it before. All right, we are out of time today. So we're going to go ahead and close up. We'll come back tomorrow with some more information for you. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining.